0: Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to lead children through a study of the Bible and to grow in their understanding and love for God. We invite you to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for a day with the King.
1: Hello, welcome to our worship time. I'm so glad you came back. Come on in and join us, Auntie Cecily. It's so good to see you. How are you?
2: I'm well, thanks, Auntie Nat, and I'm so glad it's the Sabbath, and I love spending it with the children.
1: Yes, I can't believe another week zoomed by. It's gone by so quickly. How are you today, kids?
3: Good. Oh,
1: can you remember who else we need to say hello to? Yes, it's Teddy. Hello, Teddy. How are you? You are such a handsome boy. Aunt Cecily, can you
2: say a prayer for us to open our worship time? Yes, I'd love to. Let's bow our heads. Dear Jesus, we thank you so much that we can come aside from the week and that we can worship you and welcome the Sabbath hours. We pray that you would be with us in our worship time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks, Auntie Cecily. How was your week? I've had a lovely week, but, you know, I really enjoy the Sabbath so that I can stop work and just spend time with God. Mm.
4: Auntie Cecily, how do you spend time with God on the Sabbath?
2: Ah, that's a good question, Matthew. Well, because we stop doing our regular activities on the Sabbath, like work and school, our brains have time to rest and think about all the wonderful things God's done for us. We can go to church and study the Bible together, And listen to a sermon from the pastor. And all these things can draw us closer to Jesus.
1: Yes, our lives can benefit so much from resting on the Sabbath. God is ready to pour out his blessings on us. Now, speaking of blessings, let's have a look in our blessing box and see what else we can do for someone on the Sabbath. Caleb, you're going to do that for us today. Help mum and dad prepare for Sabbath. Wow, what a great blessing. Sometimes when we've had a really busy week and can be a bit tricky to get ready for the Sabbath, do you help your family prepare for the Sabbath? Caleb, can you think of some jobs that you could do around the house to prepare for the
2: Sabbath? I'm vacuuming.
1: Oh, Caleb, I think that would be a great blessing to your mum. It would be a lovely gift to her. Aunt Cecily, I know that you have a wonderful blessing to share with us as well.
2: Yes, you know, we spoke last Sabbath about the tree of life and how God restores it to us when we get to heaven. This will allow us to have a forever friendship with Jesus. Now, our Bible story today is about friendship, Mm -hmm. too. Jesus wants you to be his friend. He loves us so much that he wants to give us a new body when he comes Mm -hmm. again. There'll be no more aches and pains and no more illness and no more dying or growing old. There'll be no more tiredness or lack of energy. God will restore us to fullness of life. All the lumps and the bumps and the scars and the deformities of this life will all be taken away. And Jesus will be the only one in heaven who will have any scars. The marks on his feet and his hands, which he received while dying on the cross for you and me, will be there for all of us to see. Listen to this from 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 51 and 52. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Isn't that a beautiful promise of hope? So we need to believe in God's promises.
1: Wow. Thanks, Arnie Cecily. Can you imagine a new body that never gets tired or has any aches and pains? Oh, that would be wonderful. Can't <laughs> wait. God is so good. And I can see that Pastor Rick's joined us. Thanks, Pastor Rick. You are such a blessing to us.
5: And I'm just so glad to be with you. Children, I hear you're going to be learning about David and Goliath. Now, when I was little, I think I remember David was the little guy. Goliath was the big man but the Lord helped David win the battle. Is that true? Yes. So let's sing about that, Only a Boy Named David. Only a boy named David Only a little swing. Only a boy named David But he could play and sing Only a boy named David Wait
0: Down. Down Pastor, can we please sing The Family of God?
5: It's a lovely song too, isn't it? Boy, we sing some good songs. Here, yes we can, The Family of God. I'm so bad, I'm afraid. Of the family of God I be one
0: Can we please sing God is my best friend?
5: Only if God is your best friend. We can do it. Like his son and daughter, God is faithful, God is true, he'll deliver me and you. He is so good to me, God is my best friend.
2: Thanks Pastor Rick, we really enjoy these happy songs together. Now, who's our favourite storyteller? Dr. John. Yes. Well, let's go and see what story he has for us today.
6: Hello, boys and girls. I'm Dr. John, and welcome to Storytime. And to all the other boys and girls watching, we're glad you are here too. Many years ago, over a 100 years ago, a handsome young man met a beautiful young girl at Avondale College, and his name was Norman and her name was Elma, and they got married. And they were asked if they would go to the worst island in the worst country in the whole world because the cannibals were so awful and so cruel. But they agreed to go, and off they went to Malakula. While well, they worked there so faithfully with all these cannibals around them, and unfortunately, Norman got sick he died of blackwater fever, and Mrs. Wiles had to dig his own grave for him, and then she had to bury him and had to guard the grave because the cannibals wanted to dig him up and eat him. And you know she finally left. She was a wonderful lady. I met her. And another missionary came, his name was Will, Will Smith and his family and they lived in a little house right near where the Wiles used to live. And nearby was a horrible cannibal, and his name was Oul. Ul had been married several times. He killed his first wife because she left the pig out in the rain. And every day he would go to another village, he would capture somebody and kill them, and he'd bring the body home, and he'd say to his wife, Lahari, Cook this for me, make a stew, make a roast. And then he was running out of food and he said, That missionary, Pastor Smith, nom, 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 I'm going to kill him and eat him. And then his son, Dick, said, Don't go there because the angel's guard. What do you mean? He went off and he had a look there's no angels he said you didn't go at the right time you go at night time and you will see the angels so late that night it was the darkest time of the month and he was so black and he crept along and he saw this glow through the trees and he got closer and what he saw looked like this angels with swords very very bright but they were standing so close together, right around the house, they couldn't get in. He came back the next night, he said, oh, he's got strong people looking after him. And he kept on asking his wife to cook human flesh. And finally Lahari said, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to go and live in next to Pastor Smith because he has the big angels guarding him. I don't want you to go, she said, I'm going because I cannot cook for you any longer. You know, ool he came along because he was hungry. And that night when he sat down to eat, instead of meat with a flesh fork, it was sweet potatoes and yam stuck the fork in didn't taste very nice because he was used to eating human flesh because it was an addiction they liked it so much they would keep on eating and finally he said if i come will the angels look after me as well you must stop eating human flesh and he stopped he got sick later And as he was dying, he said, please bury me inside the ring of angels and don't put me back in the skull house where all the devils are because I know that any missionary with angels that stand in a ring around his house must be good for him. And you know, he died and Dick, his son, who had been a cannibal, he went and studied and he became... Pastor Dick, and he became a black missionary on the island of Malakula, the worst island in the worst country where the devil was the strongest and had the people in his grip. God sent missionaries like Pastor and Mrs. Wiles and Pastor and Mrs. Smith, and the people became converted and the devil lost. Thank you, boys and girls.
1: Hi girls and boys, welcome to our Bible study. If you haven't got your Bibles ready yet, go get them now so you can follow along with us. Bethany, would you like to say a prayer for us, please? Yep. Dear
0: Father, thank you for the opportunity of being able to open our Bibles and read your word. Please help us to understand what we read. We ask you to bless the children who are watching
1: us at home. In Jesus name, Amen. 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 Thank you, Bethany. Now, Matthew, we had an interesting study last Sabbath. What was that about? That Saul disobeyed God. Yes, he did. And you know what? Today we're going to read about a person that Samuel said would overtake Saul's position as king. Samuel is instructed to go to Bethlehem to anoint a new king. So when Samuel arrived at Bethlehem, he invited the elders and Jesse and his sons to the sacrifice. Matthew, can you please read first Samuel 16, 6 to 7 and 10? So it was when they came
4: that he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not
1: chosen these. Thanks, Matthew. So none of the seven sons of Jesse were the ones God chose. Samuel asked Jesse if he had another son. Jesse tells Samuel that there is a younger son, not present, but out in the field, minding the sheep. Samuel asks him to go get him. Let's continue reading. Bethany, can you read 1 Samuel sixteen twelve to 13?
0: Yep. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was a ruddy, he, he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of, of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David
1: from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Thanks, Bethany. So Samuel anoints David. Now, Samuel wanted to anoint Jesse's oldest son, Eliab, because he looked like Saul, very tall and handsome but this time God wanted a man after his own heart. Okay, now the Philistines wanted to go out and make war with the Israelites. Let's see what happens. JJ, can you please read 1 Samuel 17, 3-7. Yeah.
0: The Philistines stood on a mountain on one side and, the, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side with a valley between them. And the champion. Champion went out from the camp of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath. whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head and he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. And he had bronze armor on his legs, and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. Now the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam and his own spearhead weighed 600
1: shekels, and a shield-bearer went before him. Well, thanks, JJ. So the Philistines had a giant working for them. His name was Goliath. Now, we just read that Goliath was six cubits and a span tall. Now, a cubit is 18 inches and a span is half a cubit. So when you work it out, it all adds up to 117 inches, which in our measurement is 297 centimetres tall. That's nearly three metres. And boys and girls, guess what? We have a replica of Goliath in our lounge room. He is very big. Now, JJ, I want you to go and stand up against Goliath to show the girls and boys at home how big this giant was. Off you go. He was a big man. Well done. There you go. Thanks, JJ. You can come and sit back down now. Okay, so let's see what Goliath was yelling out to the Israelites. Aunt Cecily, can you please read 1 Samuel seventeen ten to 11 and 16.
2: And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. And the Philistine drew near and presented himself forty days, morning and evening. Yeah.
1: So, for forty days, every morning and every evening, Goliath came out and repeated this speech. And verse 11 tells us the Israelites were very afraid. Now, David's three older brothers had gone up with Saul to fight the Philistines. And David's father asked David to take some food supplies to them. When David arrives, he hears the ranting and raving of Goliath challenging Israel. Let's see what David says, Anna. Can you please read 1 Samuel 17, 26?
4: Then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, "'What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel?' For who is this uncircumcised Philistine
0: that he should
1: defy the armies of the living God? Mm, thanks, Anna. Now, if we were to read on, it was reported to Saul what David said and he called for him. Let's see what happens. Matthew, can you please read 1 Samuel seventeen, thirty-two to 33 and 36?
4: Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God.
1: Wow. Mm. So David's telling Saul he's killed lions and bears. And just as the Lord delivered him from these animals, God will also deliver him from giants. Do you think David had faith? Oh, I think he did. And you look at the size of that giant. I think he had a big faith. Well, David was so indignant that someone would make fun of his God. Saul finally agreed that David could go fight the giant and he put his armor on David. But do you know what? David couldn't walk in all that armour, so he took it off, and let's see what happens. Bethany, can you please read 1 Samuel seventeen forty to
0: 43 Yep. Yeah. Then he took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook, and put them in a shepherd's bag, in a pouch which he had, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David. And the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a
1: dog that ye come to me with sticks?" Mm. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Mm, so Goliath's not happy that such a young man would dare come out and fight him, and he cursed him. Let's see what David says, Kate. Can you read 1 Samuel seventeen forty-five and then 49 to 50?
0: Then David said to the Philistine, You come with to me with a sword, but and with a spear and with a javelin but i come to you in the name of the lord of hosts the god of the armies of israel whom you have defied then david put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the
1: hand of David. Mm. So David took that giant Goliath down with just a slingshot. If we were to read on, David used Goliath's sword and cut off his head and the Philistines fled with the Israelites in pursuit. So after this victory... Saul would not let David return home to his father, but kept him in the palace. Let's read what happens. Caleb, can you please read first Samuel 183 to four?
0: Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David
1: with his armor, even to, even to his sword and his bow and his belt. Thanks, Caleb. So Jonathan, Saul's son, and David formed a very special friendship and bond. And this got orchestrated so Jonathan could keep David safe. Now, do you know, after all these things that happened, Saul became very jealous because, do you know what? After David killed that giant, do you think he became popular? Yes, Yes, he did. And and Saul became very jealous and he was angry. Do you know what Saul is really seeing? that David is making Saul look bad. Let's look at our torchlight and Bethany could you please read that for us?
0: The people were not slow to see that David was a competent person and that the affairs entrusted to his hands were managed with the wisdom and skill. The council The counsels of the young man were of a wise and discreet character and proved to be safe to follow, while the judgment of Saul was
1: at times unreliable and his decisions were not wise. Thanks, Bethany. Let's all go to our memory verse now, found in Proverbs 9, 10. The The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom,
3: and the knowledge
1: of the Holy One is understanding. So having fear of the Lord means having love and respect for God and being obedient. This verse is telling us if we do this, God will bless us with wisdom. Mm -hmm. Thank you, boys and girls, for reading along with us. We have a devotional available that goes into more depth on what we study today. Here's how you can get that.
5: Hey, boys and girls, like Aunty Nat said you can download our devotionals free from our website at www.adaywiththeking.com.
0: Hey Nick, don't forget about Teddy. Oh yes, while
5: you're there, you can visit Teddy's blog. He has posted some videos of his intense
4: training for the show.
0: Boys and girls, we want to hear from you. Send us an email on how you're enjoying the show. So hop online today.
2: Thanks Sarah and Nick. The Bible's been given to us so that we can get to know Jesus more and help us to live for Him. That's why we've developed the Daily Devotionals to help you with this. If you have any questions about any of the Bible studies, you can contact us at the address on the screen. Auntie, Nat, what are we going to study about next week?
1: Yes, next Sabbath, we are going to study about what happens to David. He has some very interesting adventures. Come back next week and we'll study that together. Aunt Cecily, shall we go over our memory verse?
2: Yes. You ready to do that together, children? Yes. Let's say it. Proverbs, Proverbs nine ten. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding.
1: Abigail, we've come to the end of another worship time. What did you learn from the king today?
4: That even though David was young, he still did great things for God.
1: He certainly did. And do you know that we can all do great things for God, but we need to
2: surrender our heart to him. Mm. Well, we've come to the end of our worship and that's the time to sing our blessing song to the children. So let's turn around and do that. (music)
4: I'm looking forward to going to heaven because there'll be never-ending food.
0: I'm looking forward to going to heaven because I get to see all the Bible characters. I can't wait to get to heaven because I'll be able to play with all the animals. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Television. God bless you kids and remember to join us
3: next week.